Hey guys, welcome to the GNO podcast. There are a lot of beliefs, values, and opinions out there, and nailing yours down can be a little tricky. So join us as we figure out who we are, decide who we want to become, and learn how to best support each other as friends along the way. We're going to talk about some serious stuff. We're going to have some fun episodes. But in all our episodes, the most important thing is we want you to feel like you're just sitting around the table with us. We are excited to have you as a listener and a participant. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the GNO podcast. This is season five, and we are so excited to be back with you. And for any first-time listeners out there, welcome. We're glad you're here. I am Catherine Compo, one of your hosts and our resident CEO of the podcast. My name is Olivia DeHart, and I am your resident CFO of the podcast. And my name is Courtney Tilford, and I am currently up for being the COO. You're up for it? Yes. Like, you guys have not gotten back to me yet on uh, if I've gotten the job. Oh. I'm still kind of in a trial period. Oh we talk we're about seeing it? if oh I'm God. equipped to oh. take it on. I don't think we're um, ready to share our thoughts. Yeah, but if that falls through, chief of staff. So, oh, we've okay. got multiple oh, options. Okay. 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 So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's better than me. I'm the CFO and we have no money. Yeah, so <laughs> I think your job so, might be in jeopardy. Uh, Oh my gosh. I think that that's true. I think I need to find a new job within this company so that they still <laughs> view me as valuable and a valuable asset. Please be an asset. A still. valuable asset. Oh my gosh. That's funny, man. Well, it's season five guys. Like that's crazy, right? That's nuts. Who would have known? Who you would know, have? one day Catherine had a dream that one day <laughs> this podcast would rise <laughs> and it did. It did. Wow, that is. And I never would have thought that. It was not a dream. It was a th- shower thought, but you know. Oh well, fair. The best thought. Still great though. Still great. Or actually, it might have been a toilet thought. Oh. Anyway. The bathroom just sparks some creativity sometimes. Inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> no, it oh is great. Oh my gosh! Five yeah. seasons. That's exciting. Season five, and we've now been recording for over a year and a half at this point. Goodness. And releasing for almost a year and a half. Which is crazy. Wow. Man. I'm honestly surprised that we still had enough to talk about. Oh, and we have more. If I'm like, if, if I'm honest, when we first started, I was like, what are we going to talk about after one season? Like, what is there to talk about? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And here we are. I'm making, making things up. (laughs) I'm frankly surprised. Have I ever shared with you guys? Like we all work together at the same place. That's how we met each other. And when we all slowly started leaving that place of work, I was really nervous that we would run out of things to talk about. Yeah, you have shared this before. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I just don't know if we're going to have any content. And clearly, here we are. Yeah. She was like, I think we're just work friends. Yeah, I was like, maybe we're just work friends. (laughs) Maybe. Wow, this is news to me. Here we are. No, she said this before. Mm. Cornelius was listening. <laughs> also my MO. Also, Catherine has the memory of an elephant. So <laughs> Catherine, yeah, she has the memory of an elephant. I've learned that I don't actually listen. Like if you if you, I've told you that. No, well, you've told me, but what has affirmed <laughs> it has listen. been being in grad school has affirmed oh, that I don't listen we well. And there I thought I did. Which newsflash, so. Courtney's in grad school. Hey. Life update. Woo-hoo. Life update. Clinical mental health school. therapist coming at ya. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So watch what you say around her. 
yeah absolutely but i will give i will give uh discounts to our listeners though wow i will putting that out there primarily the women (laughs) men pay up pay up (laughs) pay up i'll still counsel you've got enough handouts in this world pay up (laughs) 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 reparations for the women yep (laughs) come on so courtney's in grad school olivia now has a three-month-old a little over well, when this releases, it'll be four. Oh, true, true. I forget about that timing. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, plot twist. We're recording this early. Yes. <laughs> we didn't record this live. <laughs> this is not happening on uh, October 6 a.m. <laughs> Gosh. Amazing. Although we're probably all up. Amazing. Yeah. What about you, Kat? Yeah, what's my life update? I don't have one. Well, at this point, you probably have a dog that is pregnant. Is pregnant. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then I feel like you and Dalton are still taking trips and you've been a lot of home renovations. Oh, oh yeah. That, that's so a big that. one for you. That's, that's true. Big. Yeah. That's her true. patio. Nice. nice. The hang spot. Yeah. Definitely the hang spot. Planting trees back there. Yeah. Like carving lots. out land. Landscaping. <laughs> Dalton's building a shed. Like true. still smoking meat. Mm. So fantastic. Yeah. 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 That's true. So listeners we know you wanted to know what was new with us so <laughs> here you have it <laughs> it is october of 2022 and this is where we're at yeah all right so if you guys remember season four opener was all about purity culture and we actually did a two-parter mm-hmm. where we shared really our experiences but also our resident deep diver over here olivia shared a an extensive deep dive on what purity culture was just the movement if you guys remember um this is an evangelical movement that we kind of dove into and if you didn't listen to those episodes we would highly encourage you to go back and listen to them uh first two episodes of season four like i mentioned and then come back to this episode and listen to kind of this follow-up we got a lot of engagement from you guys our listeners which mm-hmm. we are so thankful for yeah and a lot of people just saying hey one like thanks for talking about this two i can relate three these are some ways that it affected me personally um, all of that stuff and so we just really want to take this time and this opportunity during this episode to share some of our listeners stories anonymously of course want to respect everyone in that Uh, but just share kind of some of the feedback that they've given us the ways they related maybe the ways they didn't relate Um, some of this is going to be stories that are you know very personal and you know some of what we're going to share is going to come from different lenses obviously again this is kind of part of faith background and faith movement and evangelical culture and so it's gonna have that sort of lens for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and some of the stories and thoughts and opinions we might agree with and some we might not and that's okay but we are excited to just kind of jump in and share from you guys and thank you to all of you who allowed us the opportunity to share your story and Mm -hmm. allowed us the opportunity to to share some comments so Mm -hmm. we're excited about that yeah so good so I know we wanted to start and kind of talk about a couple comments that we received through our social media and just some of the ways that you guys as our listeners um, kind of related to the episode and the content and just what your personal experience with purity culture was. So I'm going to kick it over to Courtney to start us on that. Yeah. So one listener wrote in, they automatically just, it made them think back to true love weights, you know, and we talked about that, like those those conferences and, um, well, I don't even know if we'd call it a conference, but, um, 
But really, I think for me, that just made me think like, man, this really was taken, like taken the South at least by, mm-hmm. by storm. What mm. is that? Is that the yeah, phrasing? Yeah. yeah taking, by storm. Um, <laughs> taking it by storm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like, I guess if you were involved in church at all, um, or maybe even not at times, because that was just the culture of this area, um, you were probably involved in going to one of those conferences mm. and things like that. So. And was True Love Waits in conjunction with the Silver Ring thing? Do you guys know? I I feel like it was, but I also feel like they were separate entities. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, both going for like the same kind of outcome. outcome. But <laughs> I, I wonder if True. But right I wonder now. if True Love okay. Waits wasn't. Was that like? The I, I wonder if that one wasn't faith based. That oh. one of them wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, the silver ring thing was definitely face based. Silver ring thing was one of them the wasn't because one of them came to my like high school or middle school, oh. and they talked about like waiting, but really, you know, in regards to like, hey, don't let's not get pregnant and like get us so, so, Right, right. There right. was, a, I think, there were separate entities. There was a true love waits ring. Oh, oh there was. Okay. Yeah, and this person did write in and say true love waits ring. Right. So right. I think it was a separate, but hitting at that same point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yep. that's totally fair. Interesting. Yeah, I Very had a lot of people just remark to me after that release about purity ball, like all of those. I things. bet they had yeah the purity balls, purity balls, purity rings, true love weights, mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what are yeah. some others that y'all? Um. Well, this person just said, "Ugh." Amazing. But then also went on to say, um, learning my body was dangerous to myself and dangerous to men mm. just because it was feminine. Wow. Mm. And that is so true. Like, yeah. we talked about this on the podcast. You were, as women, like, we were taught we were the temptress. Mm-hmm. We were, it was on us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the burden mm-hmm. was on us to protect men from their temptations. Their mm-hmm. own desires. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, temptations, yeah. And so... Don't wear things on your booty. Don't wear bikinis. <laughs> don't you know wear wear a bed sheet tight. Yeah, wear a bed wear sheet. A, wear a turtleneck yeah. and oh a bed gosh. sheet, yeah. like yeah. essentially. Really, yeah. yeah. Truly, yeah. Uh, another listener shared shame, confusion, lack of knowledge, and honesty, and forced to hide who they truly were. Mm. And I think definitely that shame piece. I mean, honestly, from the female lens of purity culture i feel like that was like the crux (laughs) was Mm -hmm. shame 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 Mm -hmm. and it was just such a movement based on fear and fear that then induced shame Mm -hmm. in women specifically who maybe had thoughts and desires or acted on thoughts and desires and then it's like oh well now i'm like tainted basically Mm -hmm. and it's you not him like it's just right And even like we talked about, I think in our first episode of different religious schools who it's like a girl got pregnant and they got kicked out, but Mm -hmm. the guy, no repercussions, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like Mm -hmm. there's no visible sign and Mm -hmm. just all of that too for women, especially if it was, if it was, you know, pregnancy, obviously it's like, you can't necessarily hide that. And so that then induces a whole nother level of, of shame and yeah, it's sad. And yeah, I think confusion and like lack of knowledge like this listener wrote, that's a really good point too. Mm-hmm. Because too, I wonder, like for us, we all shared our personal stories and we shared about like 
what our home looked like and then what church looked like. And I know like lives was different than I would say like Courtney and I's were a little bit more similar, especially with like the church piece. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, if you're, if you're hearing one way at church and then you're at home, like being told something different, that's healthier in our case, I feel like, um, it's like, well, this is confusing. Like what? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just general knowledge too, to be very frank about sex, Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah. When you're just teaching abstinence, you're not talking about STDs. You're Mm -hmm. not talking about safe sex. You're not Mm -hmm. talking about anything Anything. like biological. Mm -hmm. It's just don't do it. Right. Yeah. Fear, fear, fear. Yeah. Fear, fear, fear. And then you're not, you don't know anything Mm -hmm. like whether, whenever you choose to start doing that, you know, becoming active that way or not, like you, you don't know anything Mm -hmm. about what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I don't even remember having a conversation like with my parents. And I think we probably talked about that briefly last time, but yeah, like you just either you have this knowledge or you don't and you're, yeah. All right. And here's another um, response that we had from a listener. And this one does come from more of a faith-based perspective. Um, This listener writes, I think purity is biblical and it is an attribute of the Lord, but with purity culture, it was so hyper-focused on the physical It's so much more than that. It's a posture of humility and making much of God. I think there is a holistic aspect to it that purity culture completely missed. And instead of celebrating God's design in certain areas and making much of God, it became more about condemnation. My experience had had been a bit legalistic, I think. I believe there's a place for convos about biblical purity, but it needs to be reframed and maybe even redefined, approached holistically and not just physically, and celebrate God's good design instead of condemning and shaming. Um, and I think that this is an interesting thought. I think the this listener touches on like it just being about the physical aspect, and I think that you know when I was thinking back on how purity culture impacted me, I think that there was. There, there's just a hyper focus on sex mm-hmm. like there we're not talking in relationships in you know in the evangelical to be very broad in the evangelical youth group community when we're talking about relationships we're mostly talking about sex for sure in the, in, in in its physicality and yeah. um that doesn't leave room for conversations about anything else mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships like romantic relationships mm-hmm. um And I think that that is really damaging. I think that, you know, high schoolers, college students, young adults, whatever, like I think that when that's all you're focused on is like don't have sex, don't have sex, don't tempt, don't whatever. Like Mm -hmm. you're not getting into the other aspects of relationship that sometimes are way more important than sex. Like Mm -hmm. how do you manage your finances or how – I mean – don't have that conversation in high school. You're probably not going to marry him. But, um, (laughs) you know, how do you manage finances? What do y'all think about rearing children? How do you do holidays? Like all of these. Oh, and then let's talk about the more deep things like trust. How do you trust Mm -hmm. other people? What's your attachment style? What, Mm, you know, communication, communication, Mm -hmm. like all of these things that it's like is going to just come up way more in general. Mm -hmm. I'll say in general. Um, than sex in a relationship Mm -hmm. and are are often the things that are going to totally bring it down um, in the long run. And so I think that that is a good point that it's just focused on the physical. And I think that um, Mm -hmm. if you're going to be taking more of a faith-based perspective to purity, then viewing it holistically is definitely more helpful. Yeah, I agree. And I think like even with the faith-based perspective, like being honest, like there, there does need to be more honesty with it. And like, you can talk about sex and you can mm-hmm. talk about 
what it could, you know, uh, some of the positive things within it, right? Mm -hmm. But have that in a healthy way and a healthy balance. Not so, from a shaming place. Not a shaming. Yeah. yeah. And I think the shame comes from us like hiding it or just saying like, it's just this way and that's it, you know, like mm -hmm. this harsh abrasiveness that goes with mm -hmm. it sometimes. So yeah, that's great. So that, that listener had started the comment with, it wasn't an entirely negative experience, but it wasn't entirely positive either. Like mm. what are your thoughts on that? Mm. Like their experience with purity culture. Or or just purity culture in general, yeah. Mm. Like, do you think that purity culture had positive aspects, I guess? Because I don't think we really talked mm. about that one way or another. Mm. That is true. Previously. I think my thought... I do appreciate the way that purity culture framed sex as sacred. Mm. I think that that's good. Mm. I don't think that, like... Yeah. Culture tends to view it as mm -hmm. something that's like sacred and, mm -hmm. and, and very special. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want to just like, you know, blanket statement culture, you know, whatever. Um, culture is a lot of different things. But like, I think that it's special mm -hmm. and it's like it's important. And, you know, just flippantly having it can have some harsh consequences. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I do think that. Um, mm -hmm. So that is a a positive but I do think that more negatives for me came out of that or I witnessed more negatives from other for other people mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think I I agree like I think that for me some some things were helpful mm -hmm. when I was younger mm -hmm. and maybe like a like I had a lot of friends you know live I think you were alluding to this that experienced a lot of hurt and like emotional connections um with people that, you know, they had like multiple partners. Right. Um, and looking back, like they would say now, right. They're like, yeah, I kind of wish I hadn't, you know, just because of the sacredness and, and also just like the heartbreak that they felt. Right. Um, and so I think that for me, some of it maybe was positive in that regard too. But I think I fixated more on the negative pieces, mm -hmm. too. And that was the overarching theme. And that was also more so of what I carried into adulthood. Mm -hmm. And now, like, that is what I'm having to combat mm -hmm. in many ways, right? Like yeah. a fear of yourself, mm -hmm. like your own body, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's hard. That's, yeah. like, hard to balance. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. What about you, Cap? Yeah, I think I have trouble seeing the positives because mm -hmm. you know whoever started purity culture you know however it came about we kind of talked about that in our deep dive but I don't really feel like the intention was positive behind oh, the movement for sure. so <laughs> so it's like like it truly was fear and shame and put a lot of emphasis on the women and all of these things and I don't think it was like okay guys like we're gonna have an authentic real conversation about sex it was like mm -hmm. don't have sex yeah. Yeah. don't do it don't 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 mm -hmm. never do it here are all the reasons why and, oh, First Thessalonians, whatever, mm -hmm. stay pure, put on this ring. You know, like, I mm. I don't even feel like it mm. really pulled out the biblical aspects of purity. And if you read the Bible or have any interest in reading the Bible, I think what you would find in Scripture just about purity is very different than, like, how that was mm -hmm. finagled and distorted mm. into what purity culture was. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just am, like, I, I and I've yet to meet someone. I mean, obviously, this listener is saying, like, okay, they're, they had some positive experience with it, some negative. But I've yet to meet someone that was, like, purity culture, man. 
so glad so like, glad for 100 like, all like, in yeah like calling it purity culture you're probably <laughs> generally not like yeah true <laughs> true <laughs> i would agree with that it's a though. lifestyle i would very it's much agree with that is a movement no i don't yeah. think that there were yeah. i think th- mm-hmm. i'm thinking more of like the idea of right yeah pure yeah and it's very in its most purest form i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i'm trying to say but i think as a movement no yeah, yeah. i, would I think the movement that. itself and that's what i'm talking about not necessarily like purity because i agree with what you're saying live and like about it being sacred and like different things about just purity in itself and like what you're talking about court like people that had like multiple partners and are like yeah i kind of wish i hadn't like yeah. i agree with and some people things. wouldn't say that right you know? and, and that's fine right right yeah. but i think like the movement itself i just struggle to see any positives yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. so i don't know that's my perspective Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah no that's fair but i like that you're thinking about the origins though of it because it's like i feel like you're the type of person though kat like you're like yeah i can't get past that like that's what it was like Mm, whoop there it is okay that's all it'll ever be to me you know and so yeah yeah i love that about you So here is um, some thoughts, not necessarily from social media, but kind of in a similar format that we're going to share and love to hear your thoughts on these thoughts. Lots of thoughts. Too all, many thoughts. All the thoughts. Are you talking to Court and I or the listeners? Oh, no, I'm talking to, <laughs> yeah. It, it would be hard for the listeners to, to just like interject. interject right now, but <laughs> if you want to, if you guys want to interject on social media or whatever, please, please do. do. Um, agreeing or disagreeing, we're here for all of it. Um, so the idea, so this person talked a lot about, um, keeping distances between opposite sex. Mm. So like a lot of purity culture was, um, like taught that males and females should be very separate mm-hmm. and, uh, did not encourage healthy relationships between yes. the two. <laughs> it yes. was very so much true. like 100%. viewing the opposite sex as just a temptation mm-hmm. and then someday you know you're gonna you're gonna stumble into a relationship with one of them you're gonna have sex you're gonna be married it's gonna be you know this is it um and there's no yeah no healthy relationships no like mm. positive boundaries it's just like very firm mm-hmm. hard and fast boundaries and um this person talked about how when they were rearing children very much discouraged the uh, kids like poking fun at like oh so-and-so is your girlfriend or like Mm. so-and-so is your boyfriend Mm. because like because they didn't want to feed into that Mm. like they very much didn't want their children to only view the opposite sex as a potential like life partner Mm. Um, that's good and so i thought Mm. that was a very interesting point so yeah what are your thoughts on that yeah Mm. that's really good well and i remember Liv, you talking about that too and i think one of our other episodes of like like boys and girls can be friends like mm-hmm. it, it instead of just having that perspective mm-hmm. of oh my gosh there could be my future mm-hmm. yeah boyfriend and girlfriend or <laughs> you know spouse whatever yeah and it's also like you're 12 like <laughs> <laughs> but what 12 year old was thinking that way this girl oh this girl sure was yeah. i was i was like oh my gosh like if what if he calls me on the phone <laughs> like that means like what would our children look like <laughs> also court today at 29 years old you know <laughs> Like, yeah, I did. I just cut you off. Kat? I don't want to. Okay. No, I agree. I think that that's like, gosh, so good. Mm -hmm. Like I was not taught how to be in just healthy friendships Mm -hmm. with, with boys. You're right. Like now that I'm sitting here listening, I'm like, man, it was like, be afraid. Or like, again, remember I shared 
the guys in my youth group were taking sabbaticals from dating, you know, and it's like, bro, you're a teenager. Like also no one's lining up to date you, you know, like I was like, like, yeah, he was like, I'm taking a sabbatical. And it's like, they would just like flaunt that and tell us that. And it was like, (laughs) bro, I have a whole high school of dudes. Like I don't need, you know, anyways, um, a whole high school of dudes that court was not going for people lining up. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Well, it's also like, I just watched you like, Sing Weird Al and like <laughs> put your gym shorts on inside out. Now you're high and mighty taking a sabbatical. Taking a sabbatical. <laughs> yeah. I know, seriously. But oh I do gosh. think that truly, like if I'm being honest, like even in today in this day and age, like actively in my life, I still struggle with thinking like, okay, can I have this male friendship mm-hmm. or like, oh, he's trying to date me or like it has to be defined. Right. Mm-hmm. Like at some point he's going to come out and say, confess his love, you know, or whatever. And it's like, I don't know. I struggle. Like, what does that look like? And yeah. and personally, I do think this would be another deep dive another time. But like, you know, when people get in relationships, I do believe that relationships have friendships have to change or alter a little bit. Um, there's like healthy boundaries yeah because i'm like i gotta respect your girl my guy we can't just be like going and having these like three hour like coffee hangs or like not also i'm not hanging out with anybody for three hours right now but (laughs) you're catching my drift right like except for us need to like respect (laughs) you know um but it's like i'm friends with your husbands like Mm -hmm, i would consider those male friendships but i'm also Mm -hmm. friends with their wives right right? and so better friends with their wives for sure (laughs) and then it's not healthy too when like like, let's just say, for instance, it's not, but like, let's just say, for instance, Matthew grew up not knowing how to have healthy relationships with women. Mm-hmm. And then he gets married. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, he's going to have female coworkers. Mm-hmm. He's going to have for other sure. female friends. And <laughs> then, like, if he's only been taught to view them, mm-hmm. or like, let's, I as mean, take me. Mates. Like, yeah, like, if I'm only taught to yeah. view guys as potential mates, then when yeah, I'm married, that doesn't awkward. just go away. Yeah. Like, right. You know? And so I think that it's not healthy. And, and you're going to grow up in a world where you're going to interact with a lot of people of the opposite sex. For sure. And like there's good things that come out of that too. Like there's great female friends mm-hmm. Matthew has that helps make him a better person. Mm-hmm. And that's sure. fine. And yeah, there's healthy boundaries, but you miss out on so much mm-hmm. when you're only viewing it. That when way. you're like cut think, off that way. Yeah. yeah. I think you hit on a really great point just then when you said if you grow up thinking, you know, that like to view women only the certain way, like if you're a man that's not just going to go away when you're married. Literally that's purity culture. If you grow up believing that sex is bad, 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 bad. And then you get married and you've decided to wait until marriage. That's not just going to go away. Like you're not just going to be like, okay, yeah, now sex is great and everything's fine. Like the mental, like the mentality of that and the psychological piece Mm -hmm. of that, Mm -hmm. it's not just going to go away. And that's why I don't think that the, the message behind purity culture was healthy because sex isn't bad. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you want to take it from a biblical standpoint, God designed it and it's, and it's good and it's of him. Yeah. And you know, everyone has a million views on that and that's fine, but it's not inherently bad. And that's truly what purity culture taught. And that, Mm -hmm. and yeah, if you grew up believing that, and even if you didn't fully believe it, but you were taught that and surrounded by it and it was even just like put in your mind, that's going to be there when you decide to have sex, whether it's marriage or not. Like it's not just going to evaporate. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a good segue into what we're going to talk about next week. Um, so stay tuned. Um, we're going to pick this conversation back up. We have some more listener stories to share that go a little bit more in depth um, and might resonate with some of you listeners. So definitely stay tuned. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. 
to another episode of the GNO podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our episode. We're on all the major platforms and you can find us there. Also, we'd love for you to tell your friends about us. And if you've enjoyed this episode or other episodes, please rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. And you can always stay up to date with what's going on in our lives and what episodes we're releasing through our Instagram page at the.gno.podcast. Thanks, guys. See you next week.